your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Avalanche fans, welcome to the Lockdown Avalanche Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And on today's show, the Avalanche dropped one to the San Jose Sharks, 3-2 to two in a game that they had a two-goal lead, and then they let it slip away and could not find a way to get that game-tying goal maybe send it into overtime and pick up that extra point. And they do this when Vegas does get two points. Vegas was in a tight game with Minnesota. Uh, They tied it up late in the third, and then they got the goal in overtime. So Vegas Vegas extends their league on the Avalanche. So we'll get into that and then some other things, of course. So. First things first, follow the show on social media outlets on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche, on Instagram, Locked on Avalanche, and send questions, comments, concerns, opinions to Locked on Avalanche, gmail.com. So, yeah, the Avalanche looked good for the most part of this game. Uh, And then it's amazing what one goal and the timing of one goal can do to really turn things around. And first period, nothing really going on. Both teams going back and forth. Some pretty good looks by both uh, both teams. <clears throat> and it wasn't until the second and late into the second where Tyson Jost finally broke through. Uh, he continues his good play. And it was his fourth of the season. Nice rebound. Collected the puck. Took his time. Nice backhand. And he got the scoring going. And then a couple minutes later, Andre Burakovsky coming down the right wing uh, with a nice wrist shot, nice snapshot. And Avalanche seemed like they're <clears throat> on their way. Two to nothing. And then seconds before the period is over, uh, the Sharks get a breakaway and Hurdle puts it away. For a two to one score, and he scored that with 13 seconds left in the second. And you would think that the Avalanche would go into that intermission, saying like, you know, that that was not something clearly that we wanted to do. It happened. We're still playing our game. Uh, let's just come out, forget about that, <clears throat> and play our game, and let's go get a win. For whatever reason, it just seemed like maybe maybe I'm looking at the wrong way. Maybe I'm looking at it from the Avalanche point of view and not looking at it enough at the Sharks' point of view as that reinvigorated them. Because the third period, uh, they were they were I don't want I mean they were pretty much everywhere, and they were giving Grubauer fits. He just did not look comfortable. Uh, the what was it? I think the the second goal by Hurdle, which was, yeah, the first goal of the third period. You know, he lost his stick. He was way out of position. Um, it was just, he, he just, after that goal, he just didn't look himself for whatever reason. 
And I think some of it was San Jose getting really good looks. Um, it, it was just almost like a tale of two games for the Avalanche. The first and most of the second, really. The first and 19 minutes and 37, 47 seconds of this game, uh, the Avalanche looked looked good. They, they only had two goals to show for it. But it was trending in the way of an avalanche game. And then you clamp down and, you know, you still play your speed game. Uh, <clears throat> when you're going into the third with a lead for the avalanche, it's been a win this season. They had not lost a game uh, in regulation. Having a third, going into the uh, third with a lead. And, you know, that that's not... <clears throat> You can't just sit back and say, "Well, we got this one-one," and I, th- I don't know. It's it's a little bit of you got to give San Jose credit, and uh, it was started to get a little bit frustrating. It just seemed like the Avalanche could not put together uh, s- uh, some good plays where they were getting good looks. They were getting better looks in the beginning, and then after that, it kind of fell apart. And you got to give a lot of credit to San Jose for. You know, keeping at it just because they're out of the playoff pitcher doesn't mean these guys aren't playing for something. So uh, credit to them. That wraps up the season series with San Jose. So now it is a day off Thursday and then a back to back with the Kings. This game obviously was a lot was being viewed for this game and Alex Newhook and how he was going to play in his first game. Uh Coach Bednar put him right into the fire on the second line, centering that second line with Burakovsky and Kadri. Uh, I thought he looked good. It seemed like he looked comfortable. He was not afraid to mix it up and right in the net front. He was parked there for a good amount of time. Uh, kind of like where Gabe Landeskog parks himself. That was Newhook, which was a little bit surprising to see because uh, he does look a little bit undersized right now, but he, you know, he showed no shame. He was uh, mixing it up with the big boys. So, um, and he took some shots. You know, he wasn't afraid. Jared Bednar even put him in the second unit power play on one of the power plays. <clears throat> I feel like I didn't see him as much towards the end of the game. And I'm sure that was on purpose. You know, when you're down, you're putting your bigs out there most of the time. So I'm sure, you know, but he did get, I think, almost 14 minutes of ice time, close to that. So they they were not uh, bashful in using him. So, but maybe just the <clears throat> first game, wanted to get that first game under his belt. Uh, but he was active. He was active. He wasn't kind of just a, a ghost and... When he was out there, you knew he was out there. So I thought he played relatively well for his first game. So we'll see if that can progress into something uh, bigger, maybe get some points on the board. And, you know, playing with those two guys seemed like he held his own. So uh, I was impressed by Alex Newhook in his first game with the Avs. So look forward to many, many more with him. All right, let's hear from one of our sponsors of the day and then kind of get into some uh, – we got we to gotta talk about – we have to. We have to talk about uh, some Tom Wilson stuff, and I know we, we won't be doing it much more after today, but uh, that Rangers and um, 
Washington game was bananas. But we can bring it back to Avalanche in some way, which we will do after we hear from Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you are a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized for you in just minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest for the average client. Their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25 advisory fee. Best of all, it is all automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash NHL. All you need is $500 to get started, grow your wealth the easy way, and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your $5,000 managed free, go to wealthfront.com slash NHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash NHL to start growing your savings. Wealthfront.com slash NHL and get started today. So the Tom Wilson thing came to a head <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I think I was a little bit surprised if, if you watched the, the Ranger game or if you didn't watch the Ranger game and you kind of just followed what was going on through social media or, you know, television, um, Rangers didn't hold back and right from the opening puck drop, we had fights and we had a lot of fights and we had a hundred penalty minutes in one period. And, um, we're not going to go deep into what happened again. Cause that's been well documented. And I even talked about it, but the bigger thing here is, um, the NHL has nobody to blame, but themselves for this. And this could have all been prevented even with a one game suspension. Don't let them play this game. This likely doesn't happen. Maybe you get a scrum or two throughout the game but um, an opening puck drop where all the forwards are going at it. And then right after that, I mean, you've, you've probably seen the pictures going up around social media with all of those uh, Washington Capitol players packed like sardines. Um, it, did it get to the point of comical? I, you know, some people say that it did. I'm not going to go that far because I, I get it. I get why the Rangers are so mad. They feel like the NHL failed them. And they did. So they kind of felt like we have to take this into our own hands, number one, because uh, nothing was done. And number two, nobody's, you know, so how am I going to say this? Nobody will do that to them again. Not, not, you know, there's going to be fights, but the Rangers let it be known uh, if you mess with our superstar the way that he got thrown around, we're coming at you. And they had to. They had to defend themselves. They had to defend their teammates. And uh, I don't I don't blame them one bit for doing it. I was a little surprised it didn't start with Wilson because Wilson was, he was on the top line, but the top line did not take the ice first for uh, the Capitals. So I was a little bit surprised it didn't start with Wilson and then bleed out into other scrums here and there. Uh, but Wilson 
got his. None of the fights really produced anything earth-shattering. They were your typical current uh, NHL fights. But I don't think that was the point. I think the point was the Rangers just were going to defend themselves, take it into their own hands. Uh, but the the interesting thing is on the same day, right, before that game went off, the Department of Player Safety uh, gave Shane Gossespierre a two-game suspension. And if you watch the play, it's a bad play. Um, they are, uh, I can't, I think they're playing Pittsburgh. I'm pretty sure it was Pittsburgh. Um, guy's got a uh, open net because Philly had pull, pulled their goalie. And he clearly is going to score, and he does. And cl- well after the puck goes through the net, Gosha Spear just pretty much like spears him. Uh, boards him. It was ugly. And Shane Gossespierre deserves to be punished for it. And the NHL did for two games. And in the video, if you want to go watch the video on YouTube, how they break it down, um, they explain everything that he did, which everything he did was the wrong way to do it. But the NHL throws out there, and they always do these in these punishment videos, about if the player has a history or not. And they put in the video that Shane Gossespear does not have a history, yet he still has a two-game suspension. Where have we heard that before? Jacob McDonald does not have a history. The guy played like 10 games when he uh, committed his act, and they gave him two games. Tom Wilson has a history, and you gave him five grand. This is 100% on the NHL. And if the NHL wants to say, like, well, you know, this is a a, a state or fans, fans want to say this is a black eye. And this is why I don't watch the NHL. No, let's, you know, when, when you say this is not the NHL, it's not the NHL. But the NHL is making it that. Because their inconsistency is as plain as day in what they just did. You give Shane Gossespierre, maybe rightly so, a two-game suspension. But if that warrants a two-game suspension, and if what Jacob McDonald warrants a two-game suspension, and you go backwards on what you've given Wilson from a seven-game suspension to a $5,000 fine, it makes absolutely no sense to me. you know how in in football when uh, you know players uh, uh, cornerbacks are like you know what what constitutes pass interference and then they even had for a little while what constitutes a catch they didn't know what a catch was in the NFL it's kind of what NHL players should feel like right now what constitutes a suspension what do you have to do how how big does it have to be how minor does it have to be because it seems like, and what Gossesphere did is not minor, but it seems like the the less severe things are getting penalized harsher than the more egregious acts. Where uh, it, it's a confusing time. It's a confusing, confusing time in the NHL, and they need to fix it. They need to correct it. So 
Um, all right, let's hear from a couple other of our sponsors and wrap this show up. Um, we're going to hear from rockauto.com. It's the family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body part parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer best of all. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. <clears throat> also, betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Whether it's Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, or even UFC, you can bet on it all at BetOnline. Uh, before the next pitch, the next puck drop, uh, the next, I don't know, what else we got? Slam dunk. Uh, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. So when you head over to the website or, like I said, using your mobile device, when when you sign up, you will receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So should we kind of assume the Avalanche will be the number two seed? I mean, you know, they're still in it. Nothing is you know, set in stone yet. But I think it's starting to work out that way where the Avalanche maybe are, are – they still have six games to go. Or is it – let's see. I think they have – no, five games to go, I think. So, yeah, because they have two uh, – four against the Kings and one against Vegas. Vegas has four point lead right now, you know, and then if you're going to flip flop you and Minnesota, that doesn't really matter between two and three. You're going to be playing them anyway. The only thing that would matter would be home ice. So there, I mean, there still is an outside shot and, and number two, isn't the worst thing in the world. You're still at 72 points on the season. Uh, you know, they have on having a good season. We're not trying to minimize that, but you wanted, you wanted to go for that number one. You wanted that number one seed, and I think this this loss against San Jose uh, really throws a wrench into that. You you really needed to win. You needed to keep up with Vegas. Whatever Vegas is doing, you need to do. So when you play that game uh, against them on Monday, you're within striking distance. So if you win that game in regulation, you have tied them. Um, and, you know, we were saying this week for Vegas was going to be a tough week. Uh, so far, they're one and one, and so are the Avalanche. So um, they they need to keep pace with them. They, they can't fall behind anymore, or it's definitely over. So you have uh, a back-to-back go, going up against the Kings, who, let's see, they, they are tied with San Jose uh, with 46 points. So, I mean, you know, clearly the Kings are not. They're not going to roll over and die just like the Sharks didn't. And the Sharks are in the same position the Kings are. 
But, you know, guys are playing for something. They're playing for bonuses. They're playing for contracts. Uh, they're playing for pride. So uh, I think you'll get a good game out of the Kings. So you're, you're going to see uh, Jonas Johansson in one of these games. So you, which one are you going to get? Are you going to get the one that kind of gives up the first goal of the game on the first shot of the game? Or are you going to get the one that kind of can put together a pretty good defensive game? We shall see. But the, uh, they, they can't lose any more points here. And let's get real. It, it, it's going to be an uphill battle as it stands right now because of this loss. Um, and, you know, you've clinched the playoff spot, so whatever. Uh, but I think, you know, getting that number one seed is an accomplishment thing for this team. So they're not going to stop fighting for it, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be pretty, pretty tough. Um, not impossible, but, um, you know, the team that's ahead of you is playing really good hockey. Um, but if they do, if they lose any more ground, it, it's absolutely over. And you can say, all right, let's just prepare for Minnesota. And you would like to hold on to that number two spot to get at least home ice against that. And who knows if St. Louis, assuming St. Louis gets that four spot, which it looks like they will. Um, if they pull an upset over Vegas, then you got home ice against them. So, yeah, I mean, it is you want number one, you'll settle for number two. So we'll see how the season plays out. So that will be it for today, everybody. Uh, tune in tonight as we do the locker room show uh, that's at 9 30 eastern we do that 7 30 mountain um but yeah but thanks for tuning in for today and every day it is always appreciated and kind of a bummer of a, of a game but you're gonna have those every once in a while it's just you don't want to have them this late in the season so that will be it thank you guys for tuning in Greatly appreciated. We'll see you tomorrow. Here's Joby. Go, Abs, go.